Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% it's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big Time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Talking about one of my favorite subjects today, boys. Just am. I love youth sports and I love the tie-in with Upward Sports. We're talking to Andy Oxborough and John Krasaniak. How's that? Nice job. Thanks. Yeah, I've been you. practicing all week on that one. <laughs> Andy, can you bring me a Smith or a Jones next time? That'd be a little bit easier. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Guys are from Hales Corners Lutheran Upward Sports, and thank you so much for coming in. You know, Andy, it, it was a challenge a little bit, and uh, I, I just appreciate your willingness to come on this show and talk a little bit about Hales Corners Lutheran Upward Sports and uh, the, the, the great work that you guys are doing. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, how long have you been involved with this, and, and what do you do over at, at Hales Corners? Oh, for myself, it's been uh, seven years now. Uh, myself and my wife have led the program. And uh, what is your wife's name? Heather. Should have asked. Uh, we should have had Heather come in. Uh, she's a little nervous about being on the radio. <laughs> yeah, so am I. So what? We just start talking and we're okay. Um, you know, it's interesting that that you say that. Uh, I do a show called Faith in the Zone, and we had Don Beebe on one time, and uh, we talked about you know his testimony and and he talked about being roommates with a guy named Frank Reich, who is now a head football coach in the NFL and. And uh, Frank was going to talk to a youth group, and he, he said, hey, get your coat because they want you to come with me. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. Frank said, what do you mean? He goes, Don Beebe said, I don't like to speak in front of groups. I don't like speaking public speaking. And Frank Wright said, well, there's the issue. You think this is about you, right? This isn't about you. This is about us going out, giving our testimony, and spreading the word. Get your coat. And he said he's never not. <laughs> so if I could have talked to Heather, I'd say, Heather, this isn't about you. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about upward sports and this great mission that they have. So Heather, you should be happy that I didn't get your phone number. I can tell you that right now. So I'm sorry, Andy. How long have you guys been involved? Uh, seven years, and our kids have played within that program for nine years now. Wow. How many kids do you have? Four. You have four. How old are they? Uh, sophomores in high school, and we've got a sixth grade and a fourth grade. So you have twins? Uh, twins, yes. Wow. Boys, girls? Girls. How you doing, pal? <laughs> <laughs> it's never easy. Where did they go to high school? <laughs> They're at Muskego High School. That's excellent. Well, good for you. And you you think, and I've got, I've got two kids and three grandsons and one on the way. So we're going to have four grandsons here by the end of May. And you think that, you know, they turn 18 and, uh-uh. man, you're a parent all the way. I'm telling you, the, the, the bigger the kid gets, the bigger the problem sometimes. So um, daughters and, and, and the two younger ones are both girls or boys? Or? Uh, we have uh, the six year, sixth grader is a girl and fourth grader is a boy. So it's you and him. Yeah. It's you and him against, <laughs> the, against world, the world. Isn't it? Oh, man. Oh, that's good stuff. John, how about you? How long have you been involved? Uh, we've been involved for six years. 
You've been involved six, you're, and your wife's involved as well? Nope, just me. Just you? No, it was, it was similar because I, I got, actually, Heather asked my wife if I would join, and then I've been in here ever since. So it wasn't going directly to her, but so. Yeah, what is your wife's name? Angela. Angela. Are they listening today? I don't think my wife is. No, is Heather listening? I've got the radio on at home for them. There, you, there, you yeah. turned it on before you left. You bet. That, that's awesome. Hey, did you, Andy? Let's start with you. Did you know before you got before your your twin girls got into uh, Upward what Upward is about? I did not. I just knew it was a program that our church had started and where kids could play basketball. And and you were a little surprised. I was very surprised. You and me both. <laughs> Grandson started playing, and they part of they're part of Spring Creek. Um, and they started playing, and I went to to watch. And I've been a basketball coach a long time, so to to go watch my grandsons play a little basketball was great. What I didn't know is everything around Upward. And uh, Kaz McCaskill, who is uh, is no longer with Upward, but but he started this. He was the co-founder and president of Upward. I've had him on a number of my shows, and it's a really great story. I mean, it really is the history of Upward and what their mission statement is. Is, is really incredible. And until you get involved in it, you might just think it's a place for your kids to go play. And and there's part of that. There's no doubt. But what a great outreach program it is. Yeah, talking to Kaz, no one presents the story better than him. You get choked up when you hear it. You do. And and I'll tell it real quick. He he was in North Carolina, and he started – He they had a gym – um, where where he was co- where he was going to church and he thought well I'm going to put together this little idea behind a basketball league and and they had so many kids that wanted to get involved they didn't have enough space so there was a guy at the church that was pretty wealthy and he said hey can you help us and so they built a second gym and the next year they had still too many but he was able to sign up like 150 kids and he got home and he he said I stuck my chest out and said to my wife we we, we got 150 kids signed up. And she said, well, how many kids were there? And he said, well, 170. And she said, well, what are you going to do for the other 20? And he said, honey, we got 150 signed up. She said, that's great. What are you going to do for the other 20? He said, I can't go and ask the guy to build another gym. We've already asked him that. And that's where this whole, that planted the seed that he could do this elsewhere. And so he put this together and churches all over the country then started to, to utilize this. And if you've never been to one of these games, you know what? The kids have a ball. And, and there are certain rules where kids will play for six minutes and then they'll, the kids off the bench then come in. So it's everybody gets uh, playing time at halftime. First of all, they get introduced. They come through a tunnel. Do you guys do that? Yes. Come through a tunnel. And then at halftime, when the kids go into the locker room, that for the people that are watching, there is a really good message. The, the last two that I've seen um, – was Seth Curry, and I, I can't – there's Seth Curry and – oh, Drew, Drew Brees, who was the other one. And I thought, wow, this is pretty incredible that as an adult, instead of going to get a bag of popcorn, I'm able to watch these guys as they get up on the mountaintop a little bit and talk about their faith. It was really interesting. And then I started looking at where Upward is is offered all over the country, and this has got to be a big deal, and it's not just basketball anymore. What, what sports do you guys offer? Uh, through us, we do basketball and cheerleading. Okay. They're upward itself, uh, churches can partner and do soccer, like football, yep. soccer, very popular. Yeah. Do you think that you guys will expand out of basketball and try some other things? I think it will happen at some point. Yeah. yeah. 
So what what is Andy? What is your title with the, you and Heather? Run the whole the whole deal. We're the lead directors. You are. So Mike over at Spring Creek. Do you know Mike? I do. Mike know. Pelzer. Yes. He so he kind of runs that uh, over at Spring Creek, and 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 they do a, a really nice job. How many kids are involved at Hales Corners Lutheran? This past season, we had three hundred and twenty. Wow, that's a lot. Saturdays are busy for you. Absolutely. How many cheerleaders? Uh, that was a little smaller this year. We only had eight cheerleaders this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all right. You know, it's offered, and if people want to get involved in it, they can. Yeah. And that, that's that pretty cool. Um, John, what is your uh, role over there? So I, I coach, I coach the team. Okay. Um, and then I also am the commissioner of all the coaches. So I was making sure I was in charge of the training. So make sure they understood all the rules that we're talking about with the you know six minutes and rotating sure. in and out. Um, and then kind of the progressive rules that we have throughout the season, um, just kind of making sure they're always un- understanding what we need to do and how we're trying to develop the kids throughout the season. And and you would um, – winning is not what, what – and I'm sure, that John, you talk to your coaches. Winning is not what's the most important thing here. Um, the kids, obviously, you want them to, to grow in their faith, to, to, to get better as basketball players, to understand what it's like to be on a team. Look, my, uh, my nine-year-old grandson – Keegan's been through it now for a bit. Logan's been through it for a bit. The five-year-old Beckett, this was his first year, and he just made it under the wire. He was the youngest in his group. And I work on Saturdays, so it's hard to go to games. But the, he had an afternoon game, like his third or fourth week, and I went there. And, and again, I've been coached basketball 36 years. been around it a long time. The ball came to him, and he put his hands to his side, and he watched it roll past him. And I said, Beckett, pick up the ball shook his head i said pick up the ball he goes no i don't want to i don't want the ball papa and i'm like okay we got to figure this out because we want him to want the ball but he was the youngest so he he was five years old going against kids that have been in the league two years and by the end of the year he was dribbling the ball he was taking the ball out of bounds the coaches did a nice job you know what there's ways to get him to touch the ball even though he lets it roll which is inbound the ball or let's pass it to him, and he can dribble the half court and then make a pass. But ways to get him interested and understand the game, and I thought they did a great job. And I think that's that would be a really difficult thing for me to coach. I'd be wanting to run the flex, you know, run a motion offense, screen, go away, stuff like that, and that that would be hard for a guy like me. Yeah, I think I think you know we have kids with different skill levels. So I mean, we have kids who are who can play in the select leagues. And then we have kids who have never picked up a basketball before. And I, I think that's what makes upwards so special. Like it doesn't matter what your skill set is. We can find success no matter where, you know, in, in all of those kids. Is it, is it hard? Is it hard to let the coaches, especially maybe first year coaches, and most of them are parents, um, both my, my, my son-in-law and daughter coach a team, but to make sure that they understand what, what, what the ultimate mission of, of this league is. It, it's it can get some sometimes challenging there but most of the most of the parents and coaches do realize that's what the mission of it is we have had certainly some challenges over the oh, years yeah. where people are well you know this is supposed to be a select league and we're supposed to you know win and you know we've we've had you know a couple of coaches that try to you know schedule additional practices outside of of the, the once a week thing and, and that's that's the other piece of this we're not trying to make this a, a huge time commitment for the families we want Correct. them to be in it's an enjoyable time one practice a week a game a week and that's your commitment, and and that's what they want to have, and that's what they've enjoyed. And I, and I think the kids enjoy that too. And what 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 I've I've seen over the years because grandsons have played flag football as well, is they they get a chance to meet new friends, 
They get a chance to understand, you know, how to compete. The winning and losing is, is might not be important, but they know if they've won or lost, and I think that's good. I, I have no issues with that. And they understand that there there's some disappointment, and there are times that they're going to be really happy. There's some times that, you know, they're not going to be as happy. Either they didn't play well, they didn't touch the ball at all, their team lost, all of that. And I think that really kind of helps them as they – as they grow a little bit, Andy, what's the what's the most difficult part uh, for you? Um, you and Heather, as you guys look back and say, okay, th- this is the most challenging part of this. What would it be? Oh, absolutely! Uh, stripping away those barriers that result from the hyper competitiveness in youth sports, uh, and and trying to set that level playing field. You you really want to try to please everyone. There's carpool requests, and there's people who want to play on the same team together, and and trying to adjust to all those requests, but at the same time say, we want to build these teams in a way that everyone gets a chance to be successful. We don't want a super team that is just going to win every game. We want to put everyone on that court and give them a chance to score a basket if that's their goal, or maybe they just want to play lockdown defense. So let's let's make them feel like they did their job that day. Or like my grandson Beckett, all he wanted to do was just put that wristband on and run mm-hmm. up and down and wave yeah. to people in the crowd a little bit, which is okay. You know what? I mean, I had a conversation with him. We we did drills in the alley for like three. No, we didn't. I didn't do any of that. You guys are looking at me like, you're that guy. We're going to get to a break. We'll continue talking. Talking Hales Corners Lutheran Upward Sports. I'm a big fan of what Upward Sports, what they do, how they do it. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that they do. I like the idea of putting the color wristband on. And, and we'll get to that on the other side of the break. If you've not been involved in Upward Sports and you're here and, you know, depending on where you live, uh, take a look. Go to that website. There's a number of opportunities for you to get involved. And and I really like the, the ages are what, five years old? Yeah, we do first through fourth grade. First through fourth grade. It's good stuff. He is uh, Andy Oxenberger. Uh, Andy Oxenborough. Two animals. Two animals. There you go. That makes it a lot easier. John Krasaniak, that's the one I thought I would struggle with. Uh, Andy's wife, Heather, is fully involved. Angela, hopefully she's listening. How many kids do you have, by the way? I have two. You have how old? Uh, They are a sixth grader and a fourth grader. Oh, that's excellent. Yes. Yeah, boy, girl? Uh, Two boys. Are you sleeping all right? (laughs) Not bad, right? Yeah, doing all right. Yeah, he's... uh, you got some good things coming, too, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Where do they go to school? Uh, Hills Corners Lutheran. Excellent. So they'll be Martin Luther kids? We'll see. We're, 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 still, we're still working on deciding how we're going to go go forward with yeah. that. Yeah. What happened in Muskego? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that during the break. We will. <laughs> this, this is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The ball toes, got a basketball toes, oh, baby, Welcome back to the U Sports Show. Never before have we played Cheech and Chong on this show, I can tell you that. That's awesome. It's Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. We are talking basketball. We're talking upward sports. Hills Corners Lutheran. Um, Andy, John, if somebody wants to get involved with upward sports at Hales Corners Lutheran, what's the best way to do it? They would contact me. Uh, we've got our contact info at the church website. Okay. So just go to HalesCornersLutheran.com. Yeah, hcl.org. Yep, hcl.org, hcl.org. And uh, you can get a hold of uh, of Andy. Him and his wife, Heather, run the Upward Sports um, Basketball League. And, and again, it, it's from ages again from? First, first grade through fourth grade. First through fourth. 
first through fourth. So you, they get a chance to to kind of feel what it's like to get on the basketball court. They get a practice week. Um, there, there's some great things going on. One of the things I really like about it is you try to identify kids at, at the same skill level. And so my grandson would have a red band on on his wrist, and he would guard the kid on the other team that had the red one. In fact, young Beckett, uh, after the game I was at, I said, Beckett, when you're on offense, why are you chasing the kid that you're supposed to be playing defense? He said, Papa, I'm supposed to be right next to him. I said, only on defense. You want to get away from him on offense. And he said, you don't know my rules. And I said, okay, I I might not know exactly your rules, but I know that you want to get away from the kid that's – you don't want to go right next to him. And he said, well, I don't want the ball anyway. So, (laughs) But I like that. And and how do you identify that? How does that work? Early on, just after registration closes, we have an evaluation day. And we bring through all of the players through the gym, and we do a couple of very simple drills, a a shuttle drill, uh, some – Easy shooting drills. Yeah, around the horn shooting drill. Yeah. And then we uh, we mark those scores down. We put them into the computer. And through that magic, along with their height and how many years of experience they have, uh, it tries to crank out teams that have similarly ranked players on them. Did you guys, if and you had talked about it earlier um, last segment, if, if some kids want to play together on the same team, do you discourage that? Do you how do you handle that so that there isn't what's happened in the NBA with a, with super teams? How do you get away from that? That is tough to make a balance because we know we we don't want it to be difficult for people to participate in our program. Right. Uh, at the same time, we want it to be an outreach, so we'd like you to meet new people. And and I told you during the break that my daughters have met some lifelong friends through Upward. Right. And that's what happens. You, you get outside of your bubble a little bit. And, uh, but at the same time, we know that there's carpools. There are parents who are busy. They have kids in multiple activities. So we want to try to accommodate that as best we can. Boy, that's hard. Wait, what's the fee to be involved? Uh, it's $130 a year. For the year. And that includes everything. Uh, your jersey. It's a, it's a really nice reversible jersey that they get to wear. Uh, they the coaches are outfitted with their shirts, and we've got the training programs and everything. So that just covers our expenses to put the program on. One hundred and thirty dollars for the entire season. Yeah, mm-hmm. coaches don't get coaches aren't getting paid, right? Complete volunteer. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and the ones that I've seen over at Spring Creek should be. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, <laughs> yeah, and if my daughter's listening, she's rolling her eyes right now. Um, John, for for you, is it difficult to find coaches? Um, we, we do, no, not usually. Uh, most of the parents, there's at least a volunteer um, with it. There, there's a couple times where it's, um, we always have enough usually to have a, a head coach, um, but we like to have an assistant on each team. And so that, that can get challenging at times to have enough for two coaches per team. Right. Although, you know, there are some times where, you know, I think we had one, one of the girls teams this year, we had, I think four coaches on that team. So do you have, do you have all girls teams? Yep. Okay, so it's not co-ed. It's it's no, yeah. So it's we. I think this year we had sixteen first and second grade boys teams, um, eight eight first and second grade girls teams, and then another sixteen third and fourth grade boys teams, and I think maybe a little less on the third and fourth grade girls. But um, that's pretty typical um, in terms of how we try to to do it. Yeah, we we certainly want to have as much participation as possible from from both sides so and, and and I would think to have two coaches makes it a little bit easier to make sure that rotations and and things like that I and, and I see the way they do it where 
you know, the first quarter, or the, I guess it would be the first quarter, right? First six minutes, and then they rotate the next kids in. And then I think they determine at halftime if they're going to keep the same five, and they can change that, right? So it, it's based on – so there's actually an app that goes with it for all the coaches, so they don't even have to make any really decisions on it. So it's really a you, – you put in a – a process where it's it's one to ten where you have your your kids it's not really a straight ranking of of, right. of, of, of good i mean it, it should be close to that um but then after that so week one your your top five players play the first period and then the next five players play the second period so that, and, and then in week two it rotates in so weeks so week two week two players two through six start oh and then it goes that way and so that way by the end of the year because it's an eight-week season every kid will at least have started three games at minimum, right? and it, it, it really makes – that way they don't feel like I didn't get to start this week or I didn't get to finish a game. It, it makes it just fair throughout the whole process. It, does that all come through Upward? That's part of their program. It's part of their program. And so it's it's almost like a franchise thing, right? right. And, and so you guys get all the things that you need, the materials you need, that app, um, all of that through being involved in, in Upward. And that was, I think, part of what Kaz's vision was was let's do this stuff and and it certainly is is something that's really worked out. When when the kids come for that tryout or that evaluation, is there some nerves for these kids or there absolutely can be and we try to uh, we like to give them the Disney experience. Let's hype it up and let's be excited and if we can bring that energy to it, then they they get a little more excited. And we we'll, if the parents need to come in the gym, walk with them just to make them more comfortable, that's fine too. Although typically it works best if we keep the gym clear and just have players in there. Yeah, I th- that's the best way to do it. And certainly you'll open up the gym if, if parents want to be there. But it's best, I think, especially at that age. And some kids don't want to leave the, the parents' side. But once they leave the side for the first time, they're okay, is what I've, I, I've seen in my experience. Andy, where are you from? What, what's your uh, background? Where would you go to school? I'm from the area. I went to Hills Corners Lutheran uh, most of my grade school years, elementary school years, and then I went to Martin Luther High School. You did? Yeah. So you're proud of the the mighty Spartans this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. They've done good, well. <laughs> that was a good year. Yes. It's a really good year. How about you? Uh, I grew up in West Dallas. Uh, went to West Dallas Central. Went to college at Madison. Came back. I currently live in New Berlin. And you were a bulldog? I was a bulldog. And yeah, that was a hard... Uh, watching the state tournament, watching, you know, I watched friends at Martin Luther, so I was watching, happy, happy for them. And watching Central lose in, oh. in the state, that was, that was, that was hard. Yeah, Coach Milashik did a nice job yeah. with that group. They, they, uh, he, I tell you what, he, uh, he got the most out of that, that team. And, and, and I'm a big fan of the job he does. And I'm happy to hear that you're a proud alum because, uh, you know what, those four years coaching over there, Andy, it, uh, the, these kids worked really hard to, to get to where they're at. And, and I wasn't sure by the middle of the season, I wasn't sure if they were going to figure it out and they did. And, uh, to win a state championship for, for Martin Luther and that community and those kids, Man, how f- it was really fun. It was really fun. And some of those kids, you know, throughout the years that I've been there, a lot of Hills Corners Lutheran kids coming through to, to build what we, you know, what we built here. And uh, they were really proud. A lot of those kids were up at the state tournament cheering and uh, really excited about the stuff we do. Are your daughters still playing? They do not play basketball anymore. Now they're runners. They are. Yeah. At, at Muskego. At Muskego, yep. State, state champions. State champion running. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Wow. Did they uh, compete against each other? Uh, yes. Uh, being <laughs> twins, <laughs> there is a natural competitiveness there. I, I like to say that they build each other up. <laughs> yeah. 
sometimes it's hard. Yes. Um, I, here's what I know about twins. You can tell me if this is true. They can yell at each other all they want, but you better not yell at my sister because <laughs> then you, they, I'm gonna be right next to her. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Did did it surprise you the success they've had as runners? They're good athletes, huh? Oh, I I think it's always just yeah, it's encouraging to watch them. I I I'm thrilled to see what they can do, and you know, it, it, just like an upward, it's hard to step back a little bit. Sometimes you want them to win so badly. Right. And, and you need to step back and just say, they're doing their best. They are working so hard. Yeah. And it's it's such an accomplishment to get where they're at. John, your kids uh, are both athletes? or uh, they, play baske- they play basketball. My oldest is also in cross country at Hales Corners, and he, plays, he played basketball for the team the last two years. Um, he plays baseball. He's starting. His baseball practices start Monday. So. You're busy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you coached him in in Upward. I coached both of my boys in Upward, yes. Yeah, and and Andy's son. How did you? How was that for you coaching your son? I loved it. Um, I I used to coach baseball when I was growing up. Um, so I coached first th- or kindergarten through sixth grade baseball. So, um, that was why it was it was it was it was nice to learn about this program because I I did miss coaching th- those kids. Um, I, I hadn't done a ton of basketball coaching. I, I had played a little bit in high school, but um, coaching I coaching my boys is a little more challenging than coaching the other nine boys on the yes. team um, because you you, know, you have to make sure you separate you know coach and dad. Um, but love coaching the kids. Um, seeing the development of all of the kids um, was was obviously the thing that I gained the um, the most joy from uh, watching. Maybe the the some of the less talented kids score and see the smiles on their faces um, is 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 a joy. Um, my own son's smile every time he scored was was something that not only I would take a joy in, but uh, the crowd took took joy in it too. Because see, seeing the smiles on those on the on the boys and girls' faces when they when they score or they make a good play is is what's, what's what makes it all worth it. You know, think about they live in this little postage stamp, and that's their life, mm-hmm. and. When they score a basket in one of those, to watch their reaction, especially the first time they score, is priceless. Yep. It is because they just kind of their eyes get as big as saucers, and the smile on their face, and they look right over to their family, and they, you know, their fist goes up, and yeah, it's it it really is. Um, it's fun to watch, and I and again, I like the way Upward does things. I wouldn't have you guys in. I wouldn't have pushed you so hard, Andy, to come in. Had I not been a big fan of what you guys do, go to hcl.org for more information. It is uh, Hales Corners Lutheran Upward Sports. They do basketball and cheerleading, uh, first through fourth grade. It's $130 for the whole season. Do they get to keep those jerseys, by the way? They do. They do. $130, and you get to keep the jersey. That's not bad. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue talking with uh, Andy and John. Again, Upward uh, Sports through Hales Corners Lutheran. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Next to uh, Andy Oxborough and uh, John Krasaniak. I got it, man. From Hills Corners Lutheran, they're they're with Upward Sports. Andy and his wife Heather uh, run the program. Uh, John is the the coach, head of the coaches, and he coaches the team. And he uh, this guy's doing a nice job. HCL.org, HCL.org 
if you want more information on either the basketball, first through fourth grade, or cheerleaders, uh, first through fourth as well. And there's boys' teams and there's girls' teams, $130 for the entire year, and you get to keep the jersey. I don't know how you beat that for the kind of uh, entertainment. It, it's worth it just to go watch these kids play, I think, and to watch them develop. Some of the kids really do develop throughout the year, and it's pretty impressive um, to see that, uh, that's for sure. Um, guys, When if you have more, do you have a set number of kids that can, can register, and do you have more kids wanting to get involved than you can handle? That is, yeah, that is a challenge. We we do have that problem. There's not enough gym space in Wisconsin. Right, there's <laughs> not. Uh, so we've had to shuffle around. This year we added an entire hour of games that we didn't plan for originally so we could get 40 more kids in. Boy, oh, boy. And and it keeps – when when you when you have to cut it off, you, you have to cut it off. There you just don't have enough. That is hard. We we try to work with other uh, churches in the area. Spring Creek for one. Sure. Uh, Fox River Christian also runs their program. So we we try to work together to say, hey, where do you have a space available? Where can we get someone in? You know, I a friend of mine runs uh, an AAU program, and he was listening a couple years ago when I had Mike and my daughter and, and grandsons in talking about Upward, and uh, he called and said, hey, look. We're we're thinking about if 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 you can just let people know if they they don't make the cut if there are ways that that we can help because we're going to start running some programs at that age for kids we're not going to do the faith side of it um, but we're going to do the basketball side and we're going to kind of take our p's and q's from them where we'll do one practice a week we'll play games the idea isn't to win games but the idea is to develop and they I think they're doing a decent job with that. But kind of like when Cass started this thing, and he went home and he said to his wife, 150 kids, this is awesome. Well, what about the other 20? Those are the 20 you feel bad about. But it's, it's you know, at times you have to say enough that this is all we can handle. And if, if you're able to work with other churches to get these kids a chance to play, I think that that's, that, that certainly is the key part of, of this. Hey, when, when, when these kids get, get in and they register, and we had talked about that process of having – you know, kids come to a, a, a kind of a shoot around and they do some shuffle work and stuff like that. Do they know what team they're on prior to that? Or is that when you decide who's team, who's going to be on what team? It's after that that we put the teams together. Uh, they'll find out from their coaches when they receive their rosters around Christmas time. Is that difficult then? Do the coaches have any input in that? Mm, we try not to. Uh, it can really complicate the process of getting the rosters out. <laughs> between the carpool requests and then being able to exclude a night from practice because of conflicts with other activities. Yeah, and uh, the political side. You don't want yeah. this to ever look like it's being political. Right. You know, and that's that's a difficult side for, for you as well. Um, do you find that a lot of kids that get involved in this, not all of them are, are part of Hales Corners Lutheran, as you had talked about? No, historically, when I run the numbers, it's about 30% are Hales Corners Lutheran. And the, and the other 70. So what a great chance to fellowship and, and, and do the things that, you know, the, the mission statement behind this league is not to develop NBA basketball players. And so you, th- that's a whole group of kids and parents that you get a chance to introduce yourself and introduce what Upward is all about. Right. It's building a community. Yeah. I think that that's really important. Hey, you don't have to throw any parents out or anything, do you, John? No. <laughs> No, although although every, why are you looking at me, man? Yeah, I didn't get thrown out. Every every year, I have to send an email to the par- to the coaches saying to remind their to remind their families that this is not a competitive league and that there is no need to yell at the 
volunteer the, refs. The volunteer refs who are also <laughs> which which who are also the coaches. So the, when you coach, you also are, are you're refereeing the game out there too. So it's we don't even keep score at the first and second grade level. So there's really no need to get upset about any of the things out there. But um, uh, we always tell the coaches the first day that um, we don't keep score, but the kids and the grandparents keep score. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, us grandparents, we, no, I, I, I think they do keep score at, at uh, I, don't, I don't think about that at Spring Creek for the young ones. All I know is my grandson Beckett didn't want the ball. <laughs> and I was like, pick it up. No, no, no. He put his hands right to his side, and he's waving at his teacher and smiling at the kid next to him. And one of the kids on the other team I think he went to school with, and so they were laughing. And he, uh, all I know is he enjoyed every minute of it. And that's that's exactly what you guys want to hear, right? And if there's an issue, I know this in flag football, my son-in-law coaches at Homestead. So he's the guy that you got to go, hey, hey, you know what? Enough. Because he's talking to his boys out there. And you got to let the coaches coach, right? I mean, that's kind of what, what you have to do. You, you talked about grandparents. Are they the issue? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. we are. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, they're the ones that are the, they're the ones that are most aggressive out there, and, and, and yeah, they're 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 cheering the loudest, and they're and they are they're definitely into their their grandchildren's games. Do you find that I, I coach both girls and boys throughout the years, and I found that coaching girls they're 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 in it for the social part of it, but they came <laughs> to practice hard every day. Look, I it was kind of surprising to me because I didn't hadn't coached girls before. But what I found out, and, and Andy, I'm going to talk to you mostly about this because you're twins, but that three minutes before practice started, it was very social. And then the minute they walked out on the floor, they practiced hard every day. And then once practice was over, it was back to being social. And I, I, found, I found it an interesting thing to coach girls basketball for two years. Um, you've done it, obviously. Did you find that as well? Yeah. Very uh, social. Both in basketball and I coached soccer. I coached my girls for many years. And it, you need to give them about five minutes of social time so they can get all of their days, news, and events out. And then uh, after that, it's right to work. Well, Andy, I'll, I, I'll tell you, I, I've had a thing as, as a coach, and the deal is if we, we start practice at 1 o'clock, I want you on the floor ready to go at 1 o'clock. Okay? That's, yeah. that's the deal. And what I found over the years to work that if, if kids come late, and when I was at Calvary Baptist coaching girls basketball, second practice was Saturday afternoon. It was 1 o'clock practice, and three girls showed up at seven minutes after. So I took three chairs, put it in a half court. This is what I do with boys. I have those three girls sit down. Are you guys set? Yeah. Okay, everybody else on the line, you owe me seven line drills because they're seven minutes late. And if you don't like this, then then take take care of it in the locker room. I don't want to hear about it. Get in the line. Well, this did not go over well at all, especially to place like Calvary Baptist because they wanted to know if that was biblical. And I said, it is. And they said, where? And I said, I'll find it somewhere in that King James Version. But so I found that though they kept saying to me, coach us the way you coach our, your, your son's team. That's how we – they had won two games in three years. And we got to the state finals two years in a row. These girls, they wanted to learn and they could play in the Christian school network. They could – they could play at that level. But things like the point guard was having a bad game, so at halftime I yelled at her and benched her for the second half, and I said, you're going to start. 
And the girl that I said was going to start, she started crying. I go, what are you crying about? She said, you're yelling at my friend. <laughs> now, that never happened on the boys' side. But they came ready to practice hard every day, and they wanted to learn. Do you find it different? And it, you've you've not coached girls yet, correct? Not. Well, not not for basketball, only for baseball when I was doing it. Yeah. Do, do you coach girls at an upward one year. Just do it and, and see the difference. Again, good and bad, but there is a difference. And I think you'll you'll uh, you'll enjoy that experience the way I enjoyed it. It I get t- uh, Facebook messages from girls that I coach that said, "Look, I'm coaching a volleyball team at the high school level. I cannot believe I'm saying the same things that you said to us. I, I just can't believe it, coach, and stuff like that." So you'll find that, especially on the girls' side, that they take to heart what you're saying, and it it was a really interesting deal for me. Did you enjoy coaching girls soccer? Oh, absolutely. You did. Yes. Yes. And your girls could run all day, so you liked that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they. It, it, it was an interesting group. We would have a, uh, uh, you know, a great time together. And when we won, we celebrated those successes together. So, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. We had um, after the second practice, I realized that these girls didn't know anything about basketball. And the guy who coached before said, "I don't know anything about basketball," but nobody else will coach. And normally, when guys say that, I mean, they know something. he didn't. And so we took a whole practice to, to teach and coach and, and to teach. I mean, what triple threat, all things you would teach third, fourth grade, triple threat, how to set a screen, how to shade a screen, really basic stuff. And at the end of the practice, I said, okay, we taught a lot today. Does anybody have any questions? And Emily raised her hand and she said, does the shirt I wear under my jersey have to be 100% cotton? <laughs> I'm surprised never, you didn't ask about the color. I'm never speechless. <laughs> I mean, my last name is McGivern, boy. We can talk for. I went. I, I have no idea. I'll have to get back to you on that one. And I thought, boy, I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> this is going to be tough. We are talking upward sports. Hales Corners Lutheran Upward Sports. Uh, Andy and John do a great job over there. You can go to hcl.org. Hcl.org. They offer basketball, both boys and girls, and cheerleading. And uh, Heather's job in all this is what. She's right. You're you're cohorting this, and well, Heather has a way, and I think John can attest to this, of putting people in places where they need to be. Uh, she can. Uh, Maybe I'm happy she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has a way of getting you to do things. In fact, doing this has something where we stepped completely outside of our bounds. Uh, we had two young twins at the time, and uh, I, I said, "You're crazy," and she said, "I need a new challenge," and here we are today. <laughs> Man, how many years? Seven years. Seven years. Year seven's easier than year one because now you have that template on what works, right? Well, you know what? Thank you for what you guys do. I, I truly, from my heart, thank you for, for, for doing this and stepping up. And, and we, we, the three of us, if you don't know what Upward Sports is all about, we do. And, and you should look into it because it's really wonderful for these kids. First through fourth grade. Again, hcl.org is where you would go. This is the Youth Sports Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGiver, we're talking Hills Corners Lutheran Upward Sports. Go to hcl.org for more information. You don't have to be part of Hills Corners Lutheran. In fact, 70% of kids that play in this are not part of, of Hills Corners Lutheran, but they come from surrounding areas. Get a chance to see what this is all about. First through fourth grade, 
you guys don't it's not basketball for a bit when do you start doing registrations and and i'm sure now you know after today there's gonna be some people calling you saying hey look how do i get in because i don't want to be on the outside looking in when do you start looking at all this we officially start our registration september 1st okay but they can go to myupward.org and they can look for other programs that are going on in the area that'll list all the not just basketball but all the sports that are offered yeah and they've got it's a nice website and they've got uh, you can put location in, and it'll give you all the different locations in this area that offer um, some of this. And if look, if if you want to volunteer, Heather will get you involved. Yep, because she'll she'll make sure that um, that if even if you don't want to volunteer, if you guys need somebody, she might be the person coming to ask, which I think is is wonderful. And 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 thank you for the the, the uh, thank her for the job that that she does with with all of this. When you got when you started into this, Andy, was that the first year that that Hales Corners Lutheran offered upward? No, prior to uh, prior to that, Wade Avenger had actually started the program. There. He's a good man. Yes, he's a really good man. Yeah. He's a Spartan guy. Yes, yeah, he is. You bet. <laughs> so he had run it for I think four or five years now, and uh, uh, he he had gotten kids into high school and was having a hard time with the missing those activities that they had. Yeah. Because this takes a lot of time. It is. I mean, your Saturdays through basketball are, right, nonstop. Yeah. yeah. What time do you get there on Saturday? Uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock to set up. And what time are you done? Eh, we're done now about 6 o'clock at night. So it's the full day? Yeah. What do you do for a living, can I ask? <laughs> I'm in IT. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Man, good for you. John, how about you? Uh, I'm I'm in a trust company. Yeah? Work is good? Yeah. Busy? Absolutely. Yeah? Busy for you as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always busy. But getting Saturdays off is no problem. <laughs> no, it, it it's worked out. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah. It can be. That I, I'm sure. What do you think, Andy? You guys and John, you as well. Now your kids are they're they're still involved or they're pretty so much. This done? was my this was the last year for my for my son. My will will son. you continue working with Upward? Oh, I'm sure I'll help out. Yeah. Yeah. Because if not, Heather's calling you. Yeah, you know I'll get that, a call. Right? I'll get a call. <laughs> Heather, I'm only kidding. Andy, how about you? Will you continue once the kids are? I mean, they're gone, right? They're, the they are, can't. They can't play in this anymore. Right. That was the last year for my son as well. And and your idea? Do you think you'll continue? This is kind of your ministry a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. You think you'll continue? Yeah. Good for you. Okay, I'm going to keep this tape so a year from now, when Wade comes and says, you know Andy's stepping down. I say, no, he's not. I got this whole thing on on tape. So if people want to go to myupward.org, myupward.org, get some information on, on some of the, the, the places around here. I know football, they're probably looking at registration right now for football, um, for soccer. I don't know if that's already locked in or not. But at Hales Corners Lutheran, they offer basketball and cheerleading first through fourth grade. $130 um, total. The difference between you now, Andy's the guy that runs this, and when you started this thing, you know, six or seven years ago, way calmer and way ready to go with everything? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> to, to think of stepping in front of a crowd and speaking six years ago would have petrified me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, not anymore. No, no. Actually, I got a great bit of advice from one of our pastors, and it, he didn't mean it literally. At least I don't think he did, but he said, nobody's listening. And when you go with that mindset, it's easier to talk. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't mean it literally. I, I, I assume he didn't. So, I, I like to tell him that after one of his sermons. Yeah, you, you yeah. should have said it's funny because I see you very comfortable at church and nobody's <laughs> listening there. He, no, don't do that to him. Oh. Don't do that to him. Um, John, same thing for you. A lot easier now 
than than when you first started. Yeah. Did you have any idea what you're getting into? No, I had none. I I did not know anything about because I had only been at the I'd only been at the church for probably two three years at the time, so I didn't know anything about the program. And I my kids my oldest was just getting into first grade. I so when I heard about the program, I wanted to sign them up, but I didn't know of all of the extracurricular activities <laughs> right. that I was going to be, um, you know, volunteering for. But it, it's been a, it's been a really rewarding experience to. Oh, it's to, been a blessing for, yeah, for I'm sure for you and Angela and, and and the family. You know, with with my grandsons playing this, and then I had Mike in Spring Creek. Um, then all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, we need a guest speaker for our men's steak dinner, men's steakout. Can I, can we get you involved in that?" And I said, yeah, I go to Brookside Baptist Church, but I'll come speak to those men over at Spring Creek. And and he said, well, don't be trying to recruit any of those boys over. I said, no, I would I would never do that. And because I'm such a fan of of the way this is set up, I I I, I could not say anything bad about some of the things going on with Upward Sports. And I think it's important that that people understand. I'll I'll get people coming to me all the time saying. You know, my son tried out. He's third grade. He tried out for two AAU teams. He didn't make either one. And he really wants to play basketball, but there's no other options. And I go, oh, there's another option. There's a total another option. And and here's what the option is. They don't have – maybe they don't have teams at their school till fifth grade. Is that the same at Hales Corners? Fifth yes, grade yes. is when, when it starts. But there are different options. And, that, and I always send them to that myupward.org because that gives them all the information that uh, that they need. Hey, Andy, before we get out, we've only got a couple of minutes. Your, one of your favorite stories from Upward. Do you have one with, with your kids or with, with some of the, the, the things that you've seen over the years? Oh, my gosh. There's there's several. But the one that always comes to my mind is we talk about setting kids up for success. And there's this one little girl. She might have been 40 pounds dripping wet. She had maybe one shot in her per game. And she hadn't made it. It was getting to the end of the season. She still had not gotten a basket. She wasn't strong enough to get it up there. So after a couple of attempts, the referee grabbed her, picked her up, and she dunked the ball. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that's a big smile on her face. Absolutely. There's no doubt. <laughs> Guys, thank you for your willingness to come in and talk about uh, this. Again, Hales Corners Lutheran Upward Sports. You can go to their website, hcl.org, to get more information. If you want to volunteer, you want to get involved. You want to get your kids involved. You get a hold of Andy and uh, and John. John handles the coaches. Andy oversees the program with his wife Heather. Guys, thank you for the work that you do. I really right appreciate on. it. It's You're nice welcome. to meet you. you. You bet. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 